Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, January 7th. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and Omega, the Aleph and Top, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1.1 in Hebrew, there is an Aleph Tav right smack dab in the middle of that verse? Truly, Yeshua, the Aleph Tav, is there in the beginning and the end. So, if you were reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across Aleph Tav, This is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, that is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Va'era, and it means, And I Appeared. Hashem spoke to Moses and said to him, I am Hashem. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as El Shaddai, but I did not make known myself to them by my name, Hashem. Yodhivavhe, Yahovah. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as sojourners. I have now heard the moaning of the Israelites because the Egyptians are holding them in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to B'nai Israel, I am Yahovah. I will free you from the labors of the Egyptians and deliver you from their bondage. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and through extraordinary chastisements. And I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God. And you shall know that I, Yahovah, am your God who freed you from the labors of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I will give it to you for a possession. I, Yahovah. 
But when Moses told this to the Israelites, they would not listen to Moses, their spirits crushed by cruel bondage. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Go and tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites depart from his land. But Moses appealed to Hashem, saying, The Israelites would not listen to me. How then should Pharaoh heed me, a man of impeded speech? So Yahweh spoke to both Moses and Aaron in regard to the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, instructing them to deliver the Israelites from the land of Egypt. Matthew 6, 1-24 Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when you do your alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do alms, let not your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your alms may be in secret. And your Father which sees in secret himself shall reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father which is in secret, and your Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not you therefore like unto them, for your Father knows what things you have need of before you ask him. After this manner therefore pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, For they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that you therefore appear not unto men to fast, but unto your Father, which is in secret. And your Father, which sees in secret, shall reward you openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust does corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. 
If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness! No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Psalm 7, 1-17 O Lord my God, in you do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me, and deliver me, lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it into pieces, while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, Yes, I have delivered him that without cause is my enemy. Let the enemy persecute my soul and take it. Yes, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay my honor in the dust. Selah. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself because of the rage of my enemies and awake for me to the judgment that you have commanded. So shall the congregation of the people compass you about. For their sakes, therefore, return on high. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God tries the hearts and reigns. My defense is of God, which saves the upright in heart. God judges the righteous and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will whet his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He has also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordains his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, he travails with iniquity and has conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it, and it's fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Proverbs 2, 1-5 My son, if you will receive my words and hide my commandments with you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then shall you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. I'd like to speak to you today from our reading from Matthew chapter 6. And in this passage of scripture today, Yeshua speaks to us about how to pray. And really, all prayer is, is it's a conversation with God. And in a normal conversation between two people, first one speaks, and the other listens, and then the other speaks. And the first one listens. It's a two-way conversation. 
So a very important principle in prayer is that, yes, we can pour out our heart to the Lord and talk to him and tell him what's troubling us. But it's also important to practice what I call listening prayer. And listening prayer is basically tuning out all the noise and distractions of the world and really listening to what the Lord would have to say to you. So it might begin with you sharing what's on your heart, and then after you get that all off your heart, then you listen. And he might speak to you by bringing a scripture to mind. He might speak to you with a personal whisper of something of his heart to you. He might give you a a picture, a vision. It's going to be different for every person. Uh, He might just give you an impression. It just something appears in your heart that wasn't there before. Kind of like popcorn, it just pops. So then he gives us a model or an example prayer, and he gives us the Lord's Prayer. He says, close the door. And when you've shut the door, pray in secret. You know, in other words, when you shut the door, you're shutting out the world and the distractions of the world. So I don't know about you, but I get easily distracted. And if I'm in the kitchen and there's dishes, I want to get them done. If I'm in, you know, my bedroom and there's a lot of laundry piling up, I want to get the laundry done. You know, the living room has perhaps TV. And so there's tons of distractions. If you're near your cell phone, you're going to want to pick it up and look at your texts and your messages. And that's yet another distraction. So it's really nice to have what I call like a prayer closet, a place you can go where you can shut the door. It can literally be a closet. And I used to have a prayer closet like that in Ohio. It was a big walk-in closet with a door and a window. And I turned that little closet into my prayer room, and I didn't use it for clothing or shoes. I had a little desk, or not a desk, just a small table and a chair, and I would go in there and have my prayer time with the Lord. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful time with Him. So it's good to have a place you can go where you will not be distracted or interrupted. Then He goes on and He says, You know, you begin with worship. Um, Pray like this. Our Father, whose art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So here it's basically beginning with worshiping him and then recognizing his sovereignty, that he is El Elyon, he is the most high, and yielding and surrendering your will of what you want to Father, I want your will in my life not my will but yours be done and then gets we get to the personal petition give us this day our daily bread so whatever your needs are you can talk to them about that if you're struggling with paying the rent or struggling with housing or struggling with whatever it might be you know that's where you give that petition to him And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is really important. It's key. In other words, we have to practice personal repentance. We have to be willing to look at where have I erred? Where have I sinned? Where have I wronged someone else? 
as we forgive our debtors. So we live in a fallen world and there's sin in this world and there's it's inevitable that there are going to be people who will hurt you, who will sin against you. So it goes on to say in verse 14, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. This is really key. Probably one of the biggest sins that is so prevalent and predominant in the body of Christ is the sin of unforgiveness. We get hurt. People betray us. They're treacherous. They stab us in the back. They gossip. They ignore us. They cancel us. They slander us. They steal from us. Just stuff happens. And we must forgive. And when we don't, that it opens the door to an unclean or a demonic spirit. The spirit of bitterness. The spirit of anger. And it really pollutes and contaminates us. So it's really important to repent and to forgive in a prayer, a forgiveness, something like this. Father God, I purpose and choose to forgive. And then you fill in the blank. I cancel this permission slip of unforgiveness, of bitterness. I cancel it. And Satan, you must go. You must leave now in the name of Yeshua. And now, Holy Spirit, please come and heal my heart and show me your truth concerning this matter. Sometimes forgiving can be really difficult. It's a little bit like a barnacle that's stuck on a rock and try to remove that barnacle. It's a little bit like a clam that's all sealed up shut. And, you know, until you boil a clam in hot, hot, hot water and then everything opens up and you can get to the thing inside, uh, a clam, when it's shut at the seashore, you're not going to pry it open. It is closed. And sometimes we can be like that clam. We just don't want to open up and extend forgiveness. The pain is so great. It's like it seems impossible. And and that's when we really have to pray, Lord, I can't forgive this person. I cannot do it in my own strength and in my own flesh. I'm asking you by your spirit. I confess this unforgiveness to you as a sin. And I don't want it anymore. I want this gone. I want to forgive, truly forgive from my heart. And just to, I bring this to you. I bring it to the cross. Help me. Help me, Lord. I confess it is sin. I bring it to the cross. I need your spirit to grant me the grace to forgive this person. And you really have to just come to the end of yourself and pray that prayer from your heart to get clean to get free of the unforgiveness. So, um, Father, I just pray right now that you will grant each and every one person listening your spirit of grace and supplication that we will do business with you in our prayer closet even today. That as we come into this new year, we're in the month of January, that we will not keep a record 
of wrongs, that we will not hold on to offenses, that we will truly be people who forgive and who bring these oughts and offenses to you, to the cross. I pray that you will have the liberty and the freedom to search our hearts to see if there be any wicked way within us. And if you do reveal something there, Lord, I pray that you will just uh, grant us a humble heart that we would be quick to repent, quick to confess sin to you, that our hearts would remain soft and tender, that our hearts would not get hardened because we have allowed sin to dwell for a long period of time. Please plow up the soil of our hearts and keep our hearts soft and tender towards you and towards others. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Vish Mareka Yah Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Yisa Adonai Anav Ileka Vayaseleka Leka Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>